Hi. Uh, you may be noticing that something's missing here. Um, and it's actually Lisa. She's not feeling well. And she reached out to me. We had a podcast scheduled to record at this time. And she said, hey, uh, you're going to talk about your longevity summit. And I think there's so much value in that longevity summit. I think she's already uh, uh, you know, registered for it. It's actually free to register that I want you to do the podcast on your own. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Because I also think there's a lot of value in the Longevity Summit. It's called the Uncovering the Secrets of Longevity Live Beyond the Norms Health Summit. And uh, it goes live February 26th through March 3rd. And I said, Lisa, send me some questions that you wanted to ask me and I'll answer those. That way we can kind of get your voice into this. And I think that's really important. And the questions came out really good. And then I'll throw in some questions of my own, some things I think people are interested in understanding about the Longevity Summit. And then um, you guys will have access to it. So I think that's a wonderful, uh, wonderful start. Um, so she is, she says that I am one of the few women that she knows in the biohacking space. And I'm wondering, what do your interviews offer to women who typically juggle, they wear lots of hats, and from time to time they get worn down and they may catch a cold or the flu. That's kind of the body's off switch when you guys need to spend more time focusing on yourself um, and maybe a little less time focusing on others. And I think, first off, I think it's 100% true. Like I know often when I get sick, when I'm under the weather and really kind of like I can't do anything under the weather. I've been under the weather recently, but I've been able to just muscle through and really not even muscle through. I just feel like I have plenty of energy. I just have a lot of getting mucus. You might even hear it in my in my head and in my chest. I think when you get to the point where your body really shuts down, you're like, I just can't re even record a podcast. That is a, a sign that um, that you're that you need to take a break and you need to focus on yourself, and that sometimes can just be the rest that you're going to get when you focus on yourself. Um, what does this longevity summit have to offer women very specifically? I mean, first, it's, it's a longevity summit. There's a lot of value uh, in thinking how the medical community, how experts in longevity think about um, living longer. Uh, by the way, I interviewed 55 experts in longevity, so it's very comprehensive. Um, and then more specifically for women, I interviewed Deborah Atkinson. Uh, she is the host of Flipping 50 podcast, which I think is actually really kind of amazing because uh, the flipping 50, we actually touched on this in the interview, is like, am I am I just flipping how 50 is supposed to be, quote unquote, or am I flipping off 50, like living over 50? So like, hey, screw you. I'm not going to live like I'm supposed to. I, I think the kind of juxtaposition there is very good. She's helped. Uh, I think she has 120,000 followers on YouTube helping women uh, through the menopause uh, transition. Another person that I interviewed, kind of very specific to this topic, uh, Zora Benhamu. Uh, she is the host of the podcast. I've got it in my notes here. Let me see. It's the Hack My Age podcast, which also helps women through menopause. So there's definitely things very specific uh, to menopause that we cover. And, and I'm going to get to some more general questions here uh, in a minute. Uh, I'm also going to quote her here. Uh, she says that she would also like to share that she is enjoying ESS 60. Uh, and I'm going to, I want to quote this exactly. Um, in her morning cup of coffee, uh, the, that there's a buzz that's a, a little 
she uses a little handheld frother to mix. I think it's the MCT oil in her coffee. She finds it delicious and she enjoys the energy that she gets from it. So uh, again, I wanted to just pass that on. That's a quote from her. Um, And then I've got some questions that I think would be interesting to answer. So one was, why did I decide to put together a longevity summit? I've got to be honest. If you had said uh, seven months ago, uh, Chris, you're going to do a longevity summit. It's a health summit. You're going to interview 55 experts in longevity. Three of those experts are going to be some of the best known people in longevity and the biohacking community. So uh, people like Dave Asprey, uh, he created the phrase uh, biohacking. He coined the phrase. He's like the father or the grandfather of biohacking. Uh, some may not know his name, but most will know the name Bulletproof Coffee. He's the creator of Bulletproof Coffee. And that's actually kind of what Lisa is doing by putting our MCT in her coffee. Um, so that's, uh, that was an amazing interview with Dave Asprey. Next is Ben Greenfield, lesser known outside of the circles of longevity and biohacking, but an unbelievable wealth of information. I think he's he's penned 14 different books and just almost an encyclopedic knowledge about longevity, uh, health span, health um, optimization. Uh, another amazing interview. I actually just re-listened to it again and was, uh, you know, getting more information out of that. And then finally, Dr. Stephen Gundry. It was actually on his podcast back before the pandemic. He is an amazing person. He's written four New York Times bestsellers. So just an absolutely killer uh, collection of books that he's written. He's a former practicing thoracic heart surgeon. And that's the kind of uh, career that you don't leave, right? It's just too lucrative and it's, it's hard to leave that career. And yet he chose to leave it, right? He chose to leave that career and write four books that, you know, actually he's written a lot more, but four of them have become New York Times bestsellers uh, and really deliver more value to people about health, nutrition. Uh, His latest book is Gut Check and had an amazing conversation with him about his book Gut Check and all um, the value. He still sees patients six days a week uh, and, and, you know, it's just kind of reporting that data in the interview I did with him and also in his book Gut Check. So, um, why did I decide? So if you had told me I, I, I needed to do this longevity summit, I would have said, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to put all those pieces together. And yet here I am on the other side, all the pe- all those pieces are together. And I'm really excited about, um, about what I've put together uh, again, just to share with you, there's going to be a link in the show notes. It's free. Uh, you just need to give your name and email, uh, and the format is it, it's launches February 26th uh, through March 3rd. Seven to eight videos are released each day. Uh, so you can watch those videos at your leisure on that day. If you miss a day, um, you actually can't get back to that day. What you can do, though, uh, is for I think it's $99, you can purchase access to all of the videos. So it's 45 plus hours of amazing content about living longer, living healthier, uh, optimizing your biology, and as I mentioned, two kind of experts in the menopause space. Uh, so I think there's a lot of value there. Now, you might be wondering, okay, so who is this guy? He's got a lab coat. If you hadn't listened to the podcast that we recorded earlier, uh, previously, I'm just going to share real quick 
Uh, I've been manufacturing this molecule. So if you're watching, you see me holding up a, a model. If you're listening, just imagine a soccer ball where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. This molecule was discovered in 1985 here in Houston. That's where I'm based at Rice University, a very prestigious university. And the three scientists who discovered the molecule went on to win the Nobel Prize for that discovery. And it was short 11 years. So discovered it in 85, Nobel Prize in 96. I've been manufacturing the molecule since 1991. Uh, scientists actually thought it would be toxic. They put it in a toxicity study instead of being toxic. By the way, my lab provided the material to that study were mentioned in that peer-reviewed public publication. So we are the foundation of this industry. Uh, instead of being toxic, the test subjects that they gave it to, in this case, it was Wistar rats, lived 90% longer than the control group. So that's the single longest longevity experimental result in history in its peer-reviewed published research. In fact, the next best way to live longer uh, is called calorie restriction. If you, you reduce your calorie consumption by 30%, you can extend your life by 30%. I, I call that the starve yourself one-third to death diet. Not many people sign up for the starve yourself one-third to death diet. Most people are more interested in potentially taking you know, a product uh, with the ESS60 molecule. So we call this soccer ball-shaped molecule ESS60. They're more interested in taking a little bit of olive oil with as much of that ESS60 molecule dissolved in it. That's the formula that was used in that original study where the test subjects lived 90% longer than the control group. So this study really kind of thrust me in the direction of being a longevity expert because now I've got uh, the formula with the single longest longevity experimental result in history on the market. Uh, right away, our customers start reporting just head-to-toe testimonials. And I'll just share our most consistent testimonial is people take the product in the morning, they report mental focus and energy during the day, and then they report better sleep that night. Uh, that drove me into this longevity space. I'm, I understand sleep so much better by reading books uh, like Dr. Matthew Walker's While We Sleep, um, by reading longevity books like Dr. David Sinclair's book Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To. And as I'm diving into this, I know that I need to share with people. And I like to share for two reasons. One, as I accumulate information, I just have always thought it appropriate to share that information. And two, quite selfishly, I really believe that in order to cement information in my own head, I need to teach it. And when you teach it is when you really learn it. I ended up putting all of that story in this book, Live Longer and Better. Uh, and so uh, that's an amazing book that you can purchase. It's $20 for, it's on Amazon. It's also on our website. There are going to be links in the show notes. One of them will be the link to the Longevity Summit. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here. And the other one will be a link if you're interested in trying the product. Uh, and there's a particular link for, for Lisa, uh, which I don't know, I'll remember off the top of my head, uh, but she'll, uh, she'll add it to the show notes. So that kind of maybe explains why I put this longevity summit together because, you know, I like to accumulate information. I need to understand the longevity space as it relates to my product better uh, and no better way to do that than to interview 55 experts in longevity. I can't think of anything. It was also very challenging. Uh, it was very hard. I, I it really prepared an hour minimum 
to interview each of these experts. And then each interview is really from 40 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes probably. Uh, so I spend at least two hours kind of focused on each individual in this, in, in these, uh, these 55 experts. Uh, and then for the experts who had a lot more content out there, like Dave Asprey, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Stephen Gundry, uh, a guy by, uh, by the name of, uh, Sergey Young, who's an amazing guy. Uh, Dr. Tom O'Brien, who write the book uh, Autoimmune Fix. For those people, I typically spent about three hours preparing for the interview because I wanted to maximize my time with them and ask the questions that that other people haven't asked and really make sure we can deliver the most value uh, to those who ultimately like to, to, to attend the Longevity Summit. Um, next, uh, how do I see We'll skip that one. I think that's not as good. Who were the biggest names and what did they have to say about longevity? I mentioned the biggest names already. Um, I think what's fascinating, I did a couple of things and and this really ties into what is often the next question. What are the big surprises? Um, One of the big surprises for me, I interviewed two experts in stem cells. One of them is a a Christian Drapeau. I actually have his book right here, uh, Cracking the Stem Cell Code. Um, the other one was a Dr. Um, Joy Kong. Uh, Dr. Joy Kong is a stem cell expert uh, in, in California. And they have different approaches to stem cell um, where Christian focuses on a supplement that allows your body to release more stem cells into your system. Uh, Dr. Kong focuses on uh, pulling some stem cells out of him, uh, out of your system, growing those stem cells and re-injecting. So this is, you know, kind of classic stem cell treatments. Uh, both of them experts, both of them amazing conversations about stem cells uh, and even in the preparation and learn so, so many amazing things. Um, what was surprising for me, at least, I was always kind of looking for what's the magic bullet that will make you live forever and what's the potential magic bullet that will ultimately kill us and that we need to be figuring out how to solve. Um, in the case of stem cells, uh, through the conversation with Christian and with Dr. Kong, you, you come to realize that stem cells are released from red marrow in your bones, right, from your bone marrow, and that red marrow shrinks as you age. And eventually shrinks to the point that it is no longer producing stem cells. Most we we're ve- we have a very clear understanding that that our skin right is constantly sloughing off and and it's being replaced right. We don't have as clear a picture. I mean, the medical community does, but like us as individuals don't realize that every muscle cell in our body is replenished. Uh, about every three months, right? So four times a year, you have entirely new muscles because those muscles have been replenished each and every cell. What does that replenishing is stem cells. So a stem cell can actually turn into any cell that it needs to. It runs around and finds the cells that need to be replaces, replaced um, and then gets turned into that. So if it's a muscle cell, it gets turned into a muscle cell, heart cell, liver cell, kidney cell. Um, so you can imagine that's the repair mechanism of our body to continually rebuild us and make sure we're whole uh, if that if the part of our body that that provides those stem cells shrinks to the point that it can no longer provide those stem cells. It's kind of like, okay, now your car, you can't put gas in it. You can't change the oil. You don't have a mechanic. Like eventually it's going to stop. And with, with us, it's going to stop pretty rapidly. So that was the lever that, uh, you know, the silver bullet that we've got to figure out how to solve. Now, okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay and we just got a puppy. 
So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. You go back to the interview with Dr. Joy Kong, and she's talking about getting some cells out of your body, growing them, and injecting them back in. So we can see that we're going to have processes to manage this, but this was kind of the biggest limiting factor. So I thought that surprise, that was a big surprise. Uh, another big surprise for me, and I, I think this is really, um, really interesting from the perspective of what do longevity experts think about longevity? So go back to the original study, right, on My Vital C. It's uh, ESS60, the molecule, the soccer ball-shaped molecule, dissolved in olive oil. And then you think, okay, they lived 90% longer. I share that story regularly. And a lot of people will say, well, why would I want to live longer? And at, at first, this confused me because I've always wanted to live to 125. And so people saying they don't want to live longer, I don't know where that came from. And then just thinking about it and having conversations with people, it, it came to me that what is going on is people aren't hearing the question, would you like to live longer? Or hearing kind of the implication of that in that study. What they're hearing is only that as you live longer, you live in a more de infirmed and decrepit state. And so why would you want to live longer if that's true? People assume it's true. In fact, they kind of know it to be true in their core, even though the medical community is in the middle of this quantum shift. I call it a longevity revolution where we're changing the concept of, and the medical community is changing its understanding that, hey, you can live longer and you can live healthy. Because at the end of the day, if I were to ask you, if you had the same mental capacity that you had have today, or maybe better, and if you had the same physical capacity that you have today, again, or maybe better, would you then be interested in living to 150? Because maybe the answer is yes. If you just extract debilitated and, you know, oxygen tanks and, and walkers from living to 150 years old, if you separate those two, you're like, yeah, if I've got this, then I want that. Um, and that's what we're in the middle of. Now, I think it's a great telling uh, example, what I'm about to share with you, that even longevity experts, right? I interviewed 55 of them, don't yet have this separated in their mind. So each and every expert, all 55, I asked a number of questions. Two of the questions were, how long do you want to live? And how long do you think humans can live? Right? So every single expert, how long do you want to live? How long can humans live? And only three experts gave the same number for those two questions. So think about that. If you believe we can live to 120, by the way, we have Jean Clement, she lived to 122. So there's evidence that we can live to 120. And if you are in the longevity space and you believe that we can live healthier, why isn't your goal age the same as the potential age? And again, it's because we can't extract living infirmed and debilitated from actually aging, right? From chronological age. So even in this kind of forward thinking longevity space, we haven't made the adjustment to our thought processes. Um, and, and that's what we're in the middle of this longevity summit.
I think some other things to point out uh, that are really important. I asked every expert, give me two to three habits, mindsets, protocols. Let's call them shortcuts because everybody likes shortcuts for longevity or a long health span that you would share. And then we accumulated all the data. 33.3% said sleep, mentioned sleep. Um, 52% mentioned exercise. 52% mentioned diet. And 46% mentioned mindset. Now, the the two numbers that stood out to me right away was that 33% mentioned sleep and 46% mentioned mindset. And I thought, hey, I think I think the experts got this wrong because, you know, my product, the most consistent testimonial involves better sleep. Better sleep is good for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. If you go read Dr. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, you will, it will terrify. The book is terrifying about what happens to you physiologically and mentally and emotionally when you don't get enough sleep. And enough sleep typically means about seven and a half to nine hours of sleep opportunity. And when you know that and you cement that in, that sleep is good for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being, I thought the experts probably got it wrong. Sleep is actually more important than mindset. And then I'm just going to share a little interesting story. So there's so many interesting stories, right? 55 experts, um, they're talking about their own health concerns. They're talking about health concerns of their patients. They're talking about health concerns of their audience and how to solve them, um, Dr. Gundry told this interesting story that I think is relevant to mindset. And he shared he was working with somebody pretty high up in a social media company, and that person was having pains. And that person came to him because he was having his pains. And one thing to share, Dr. Gundry still sees six patients six days a week. So he sees patients six days a week. And he said, this is kind of a segue off of that story. 100% of his patients have antibodies to wheat in their bloodstream, which means components of wheat that are not supposed to get into the bloodstream are getting into the bloodstream. That's called leaky gut. And those that leaky gut and those proteins are causing the body to say, hey, these are invaders. We need to fight them. Let's make antibodies to these invaders. And one of the big challenges, and this is the driving force uh, you know, Dr. Tom O'Brien talks about this in Autoimmune Fix, is that now the body has these antibodies, those proteins that we that are in wheat are very similar to the proteins in our own body, to the, the cells in our own body. And that's where autoimmune disease comes in because now our body is actually fighting itself because it's gotten sensitive to these um, to these proteins that are getting in these wheat proteins and, and other proteins like re- related to milk, um, uh, proteins related to dairy, uh, which I just mentioned, and eggs. Those are kind of some of the typical ones. And corn is certainly way up there. So 100% of his patients have antibodies in their system to wheat. Um, and then so he does the kind of battery of tests for this social media guy. And one of the results is like eggs, like you're sensitive to eggs. And he tells him, you need to stop eating these things, including eggs. And the social media guy was like, well, I'm, I can't give up eggs. I eat, I eat an egg omelet and love my egg omelet every day. And Dr. Gundry shared, well, you're right. Like you're the one in pain. Like I can't make you give it up. But if you want to not be in pain, you need to not eat eggs. So he did. He actually kind of changed his mindset. That's kind of the topic here. 
And then I just want to finish the story because it's funny. Uh, so a, a number of months later, the guy comes back to Gunnery and says, listen, I'm feeling so much better. Uh, I really do miss my omelets. Can we test again for um, for egg sensitivity? And and so they do. And Dr. Gunnery says, hey, uh, it's gone. So you can start to eat egg white omelets. Four days later, he calls the social media guy calls Dr. Gunnery and he says, I'm in a lot of pain. And Dr. Gunnery is funny in, in his voice. He says, what did you do? Uh, and he goes, well, three days ago, you know, I, I'm excited to be eating omelets. I had an I had an egg white omelet for breakfast and then I had an egg white omelet for lunch. And then I also had an egg white omelet for dinner. Uh, I did the same thing the next day <clears throat> and then the next day. And I tell all of that story, one, because it's kind of a very interesting story about a high level social media guy. Um, but because it really is about mindset, right? His initial mindset was, I'm not going to give up eggs, even though I'm hurting. Now he got over that, but it dawned on me, yeah, I think the experts did get it wrong, but not the way I initially thought. Mindset is so much more important. If you need to change your sleep and you have the mindset to make the changes that you have to, to improve your sleep, that's a problem. If you need to change your exercise or your nutrition and you don't have the mindset to actually do it and stick to it, um, that's a problem. And, and I want to add one caveat because I think this is really important out of these interviews. Because this probably holds some people back of even diving into why they might have food, food sensitivities. It's like, I kind of know uh, wheat's bad for me and I will never give up bread, right? If that's your mindset, then you're stuck. I want to change that to say, you may not have to give up bread forever. If you think about the story with a social media guy, Dr. Gundry's story, he had to give up eggs for a while and then was able to incorporate them. Not at the level that he did, but he could have eggs from time to time. So don't be afraid to find out your sensitivities for fear that you can never have something again. Just know that you're going to feel so much better. And after some time, there's a good chance that you'll be able to incorporate that back into your system. And hopefully that can help you with your mindset. Because at the end of the day, I really now do believe mindset is the most important thing. But it's not going to be, it. be careful about your, and I, there's two places that I would suggest this. One place is mindset. As it relates to food, you might have to give it up for a while and you might not be able to eat as much as you always have or want to. Um, but be willing to do it and know that you can probably, not always, incorporate some of that back in. Um, and that reminds me of a, an interview I did with Iridina. Um, She's Indian heritage. Uh, her focus is rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune disease. She solved it following the AIP, autoimmune protocol, which is a diet where you eliminate all inflammatory foods, which is actually a surprisingly large number of foods that you can still eat that are not inflammatory. You get back to that core diet, you actually end up feeling better, and then you start incorporating those things that are eliminated because they're known to be inflammatory, and you just, you know, you take, you consume some of that for, say, like three days in a row, and if you don't notice that you're feeling bad, so you want to keep a diary on this process, then you know that that's okay to eat. And then you add something else 
And then if you start feeling bad, then you know that's a problem. For her, she mentioned in the interview that rice was a problem. Uh, towards the end, I was like, listen, I, you're Indian heritage, so I'm assuming you ate lots of rice. That's very typical. Um, are you, can you eat rice now? Because you mentioned that that was something you were sensitive to. And she said, yeah, I can eat rice. I just can't eat it you know, daily. I can't eat it as frequently as I did. So get out of your mind deprivation. The other thing that I want to help maybe change in mindset if you're more of a couch potato type person, the thought of exercise might be daunting to you, right? The thought of, you know, oh, I read about HIT training, high intensity interval training. That sounds scary to me and I love to do it, right? Or, you know, lifting weights or going out for 30 minute walks and jogs or whatever. Let's just take that off the table. Just go do five minutes, change the mindset. Just go do five minutes of walking only. You ultimately want to build up, but if the thought of building up causes you not to do the five minutes, don't think about building up. Just say, you know what? If I, Chris says, if I can get five minutes of walking every day, that's better than nothing. And in fact, five minutes of walking every day is better than 35 minutes once a week, right? It's the, it's the act of doing it. And in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, eventually I might be able to ramp this up. But again, if that thought slows you down from getting that five minutes, don't think about it. Just focus on the five minutes. So uh, I, hopefully I shared with you enough. Uh, 55 experts, some really big people. I interviewed a gerontologist to kind of help us understand what are the mindsets that people have about uh, Dr. Paul Nash was amazing. What are the mindsets people have about the elderly and and how are the elderly actually, like how do they actually act? I loved his kind of tip, which was know that everything is age appropriate. Whatever age you're at, if you want to do something, don't let somebody tell you that's not age appropriate. Go do it, right? Because if you want to and you can, you should. Um, I interviewed one of my best friends, Dr. Patrick Wannis is a human behavior expert and one of the best therapists I can even imagine and has helped me in so many ways. He helps us talk about through this mindset and what's the mindset change that we need to make in order to really get focused on longevity. Um, so many amazing interviews. Uh, it's free again, it's from February 26th through March 3rd. There'll be links below. If you're interested in trying the product, uh, there's also a link below. Um, when you get to that page, there's three oils. There's olive oil, MCT oil, and avocado oil. People often ask me, which is the oil that I should start with? We always say the olive oil for two reasons. Uh, the first reason is because we're a research-based organization, and all of the research is on the ESS60 molecule, right? The soccer ball-shaped molecule in olive oil. Number two is we can actually get more of this ESS60 molecule into olive oil, right? So those are the two reasons. Uh, let me point out that if you go on subscription, you can save 25%. Take advantage of that discount. You can, in fact, cancel at any time. Don't worry. Our customer service department has 850 five-star reviews. They are not trained to talk you out of canceling your subscription. They're trained to support you, and they do a great job at it. Uh, just take advantage of that discount. And one more thing, there should be a $15 off your initial order code um, in the notes below. And I feel like this wraps it up. Lisa, thank you so much for the opportunity to, to share this Longevity Summit with your audience. 
you are doing a fantastic job. Uh, your audience uh, is going to be really excited to have this opportunity. Um, and I look forward to seeing everybody on the summit. And then I actually do have a, a kind of mini course as a follow-up if they're interested in, in buying that. So um, uh, thank you very much, Lisa. And we'll talk soon. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.